Just in the last 12 months, nearly half of Americans have attempted to lose weight. We all have health and fitness goals we want to achieve, and with so many options out there, you need a group of like-minded individuals cheering you on. Welcome to the Weight Loss with Wendy podcast, a podcast where we dig into the reasons we get stuck on our journeys to weight loss, the latest tools and tips we found that really work, and how to truly feel in control around food at a party, at home, and yes, even on vacation. Your host is a life and weight loss coach and a woman who has successfully lost 55 pounds herself. Here to help you succeed, welcome Wendy Crabb. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I hope you've had a great holiday week. I did. It was very peaceful and quiet. It got warm here during the day in Texas, warm like 70s, and then cool at night. So it was very nice, very quiet. But we did miss the family members that we could not be with for sure. And I hope that really changes in 2021. So today I wanted to talk about something new that I'm starting. It's a five-day healthier meal challenge. I'm super excited about this because there's a lot of people out there that don't necessarily want to lose a bunch of weight, but want to eat healthier in 2021. You know, with the COVID and working from home and those kinds of things that they found themselves gaining weight or eating a lot of junk food out of stress and just because it was around. So there's a couple things that you can do to eat healthier, and one is to bring your lunch to work if you work outside the home, or if you're at home to make healthier lunches at home. Also, a big thing that you can do that I want to help you with is to make healthier dinners, because that means the whole family can get healthy. So are you tired of the never-ending question of what's for dinner? Then this is the challenge for you. What are your biggest dinner time challenges? I want to know. Is it no time to cook? You don't know what to cook and you need ideas? Maybe there's family members who don't want to eat healthy. That's what I hear a lot, that there's junk food around all the time. Or that you don't like to cook or you have no time to cook, like I said earlier. Or you have picky eaters and you don't want to have to cook two meals. Here's how the challenge will work. Join my Healthy Habits 2.0 Facebook group if you haven't already, and all of these links will be in the show notes. Sign up for the challenge. I need your email address to send you the recipes. Submit your biggest dinnertime challenges in a Google link that I'll send you by January 10th, 2021. I will make a menu for five dinnertime meals starting on January 18th based on your input. These will be quick and simple meals that you can create with about five ingredients or less as much as possible. I will send you the list of ingredients to buy for the meals and the recipes by January 15th. I will also post videos of me making the meals and have Facebook Lives daily if you have any questions from January 18th to January 22nd. So make the meal and then post the photos in the Healthy Habits 2.0 Facebook group. And comment on the ease of making it, if your family liked it, and if you felt satisfied after eating it. The person who posts photos and comments the most will win a three-week free coaching package with me. You have to sign up, join the Healthy Habits 2.0 group, and then fill out the Google form, and then you'll be all set. Another question we have to address is why we use food to make ourselves feel better. If you've been home for the last 10 months with your family, eating a lot of junk and comfort food, you're not alone. 
So why do we use food to make ourselves feel better? Because we have not learned a different way and have been trained really since childhood to use food as a reward or as a way to deal with stress. When you have a bad day, boyfriend breakup, job problem, etc. I did this with my kids as well. If they had a bad day at school, I would get them their favorite junk food. Bottom line, we use food to make us feel better because it's become a habit. You can unlearn this habit and create new and healthier habits. The bigger question is, how do we handle our negative emotions without going to food? By getting rid of the thinking and the expectation that we have to be happy all the time. We also tend to think that any negative emotion is a problem and that the situation is responsible for whatever we're feeling. When in reality, it's our thought that this should not be happening, whatever that situation is. We argue with reality. What if whatever we are feeling is not a problem? Maybe we just need to take a few deep breaths and talk to ourselves. Ask yourself what's really going on and tell yourself that you can do hard things. You have done hard things in the past. Sit with that feeling. Tell yourself it can't hurt you and whatever you're feeling can just be there. Take a couple more deep breaths and then let it go. It usually takes about 90 seconds for this to happen, for that feeling to really get a lot better. But you have to kind of relax and take a couple deep breaths to really relax the muscles in your body and relax your mind because your brain's been in a spasm over whatever the situation was. Practicing allows your negative emotions to be felt. It's a skill and it can become a habit. One way to practice this is to give yourself 10 minutes of transition time when you get home from work or if you're working from home when your work day is done. I use this time to meditate or you could listen to music, write in a journal about your day, read the Bible, take a quick walk. If you have little ones at home or immediate responsibilities, then take two minutes, even if you have to lock yourself in the bathroom and do some deep breathing and talk to yourself and notice what you are feeling in your body. This takes some getting used to, but it really helps. Sometimes it shows up as restlessness or anxiety in response to boredom or stress. Notice where you feel it in your body and you can learn to recognize it faster. For me, when I am having a bad day or stressful day, it's like a peach pit in my stomach, and it's like there's no movement in my gut. It's Everything is just stopped and solid there. Nothing can get through. And sometimes if I want to have a drink of wine or something like that in response to stress, or I really want to eat something right when I get home, then I get restless. And I just notice myself just having that fight or flight feeling. Sometimes it's just anxiety where you feel like things are just rolling around in there. And just the deep breathing, even for a few minutes, relaxes those muscles in your body that you have tightened up all day and quiets your mind. And then you can think clearly about the situation. In episode five, I go over how to handle negative emotions. It's the same as how to handle a food craving. It starts with awareness of what you are thinking and feeling, taking a couple deep breaths and telling yourself that you can handle hard things and that cravings or negative emotions or stress are just feelings and they can't harm you. Sitting with it for a few minutes, letting it be there without reacting, and then just releasing it, letting it go. You don't have to hold it in there. 
You don't have to hold your breath. That's what a lot of us do all day. We keep holding our breath. If you want to reduce your junk food cravings and work on eating healthier now, I have five tips to get started without feeling like you're on a diet. Number one, eat three meals a day and cut out snacking. With lots of Eat lots of veggies and include healthy fats like olive oil, avocado, full-fat dairy, and full-fat dressing. Number two, eat less sugar, breads, and pastas. Why? Because eating these foods may make you feel more bloated and cause more cravings. You can still have them, but maybe just have them less often, a couple times a week. Number three, plan your food the morning of. If you're going to have a joy eat or your favorite food, have a smaller portion and make sure you add vegetables to your plate. They keep you feeling full longer. Number four, eat real food and don't starve yourself if you overeat. This never works. Number five, learn how to talk to yourself so you will listen. Stop judging yourself for what you eat, think, or feel and just notice it. One helpful thought may be, I'm choosing to eat healthy 80% of the time for more energy and to get healthier. It is a choice. Here's a bonus thought. I don't need food to help me feel better. I can take a walk, talk with a friend, journal, listen to music, etc. Don't forget to sign up for my five-day healthier meal challenge that starts on January 18th. You don't have to go on a diet to eat healthier. It starts with one meal at a time. The links are in the show notes. And here's a quote of the week by Corinne Crabtree. She says, use mistakes and obstacles as something to solve instead of as a reason to quit. And as always, please don't forget to rate and review my podcast on whatever platform you're listening. In Apple Podcasts, it's beneath the episodes. If you want to know more about working with me, hop on a free brainstorming call with me where I help you figure out where you get stuck in your weight loss journey and offer one solution to get you back on track. You can message me on Facebook or email me. I hope you have a great week. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Weight Loss with Wendy podcast. We're so glad you're here. Connect with us online at weightlosswithwendy.coach and check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time, as Wendy says, we help take the puzzle out of losing weight for good.